Well, nice to meet you, Jackie. Thank you. Nice to meet you too. <laughs> I'm excited to interview you today, um, get to know a little bit more about what you're doing at the moment um, through Vineyard Church, isn't it? Um, it was on was? Vineyard Church. Okay. Yep. Now it's its own thing, which is awesome. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about the Jeremiah Project and all that you're doing with that. Um, really excited to get to know your passion and what started this and how it's going. Um, but why don't you introduce yourself to start us off, tell us a little bit about yourself, your family, yep. where you're from, what you do with yourself, get to know Jackie. Yep, sure. So I'm uh, Jackie Tarano, um, I'm married to Paul, got two kids, Josh and Monty. Um, they're both teenagers, so it's very... Different. <sighs> very full on. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm one of 12 kids, brothers and sisters. Um, I'm the chosen one because number 12. Uh, <laughs> You're the youngest. Correct. That's awesome. Um, and I also, I live in Kenhurst. Um, so the Jeremiah Project was something that was, I would say, birthed or put on my heart yep. in a season of grief. Yeah. Um, and I've walked through it and yeah, it's, it's been amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. Very cool. So tell us about the Jeremiah Project. Uh, people that are listening probably have absolutely no idea what we're talking about right now. So yeah. introduce it top yeah. to bottom. The Jeremiah Project is a homeless ministry. Um, I want to say just homeless. We've actually branched out and reached the lonely, the poor, the awesome. widow. It's pretty much biblical. So it was, as I said, birthed in, in a season of grief. Um, 2018 was a year that I walked through grief, break, grief. I didn't really know God. At the, sort of towards the end of it that's where God placed it on my heart and I was sitting in my God time and I felt God say um, stay here longer and it was actually a day like this raining and I was getting wet and I didn't know what was happening and I felt God say stay here longer stay here longer and I was drenched and I walk, remember walking into my office where my niece was working for me and I said to her I think I'm going to do something with the homeless and she's like what and I'm like <laughs> I already had like three businesses going and I'm like yeah I feel like God put it on my heart just you know I'm drenched and now I know how they feel and and homelessness was never on my heart yeah it, it we were always taught from when we were young to feed them yeah. um mum gave us that you know beautiful moral you always feed them but I don't think I ever connected with them and I think I always would you say probably felt better than them um but now I definitely am at their level I just want to help them I just want to love them because we cannot save them but we can love them by the grace of god and that's what our ministry is about going out loving them serving them and just respecting where they're at some people want to be homeless yeah and we just have to respect where they're at yeah that's awesome i love it my dad was very similar growing up he was always like yeah you give them food when when they're asking for it yeah um and always try and help them understand what they're going through yes um i I think i think there's so much food charities there's so many uh, and our ministry is a bit different. We, yep. we give them food for the soul. Yeah. So it's, would you like to eat? And we bring them to our table. And yep. it's more the communication and the connection. And yeah. The, yeah. the love that outpour, outpours from us. And that they know, hey, they're different. Yeah. We've had people say, what's with this table? You know, you're, you're, you're different. And it's the love of Christ that pours out of us. Yeah. You know, That's we, awesome. we can stay there all day. Yeah. That's awesome. So good. And I suppose you'd be doing quite a bit at the moment with the the water and the floods it's been yeah happening. um look we do reach out to them as i said some people want to be homeless yeah. uh we we are doing a uh a donation run on our uh socials which is a poncho and sock yeah because the worst thing is having wet socks, wet socks yeah. and in this weather that's what they always ask for 
Do you have a poncho and do you have socks? So we're doing a a donation run. Yeah. If people want to get on board with that. Yeah, awesome. That's fantastic. Perfect. So tell us a little bit more about um, the logistics of the Jeremiah Project. So you spoke about how you had this vision and, and it was put on your heart. How did you then go about doing it? Okay, so the first... Uh, there's a, been a lot of significant steps. Yeah. The one that would stand out would be um, God put on my heart to pack 21 homeless packs. And I was in a season of I had no money. Uh-huh. And I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> like, I've already started another business that was Christian words and Christian yeah. um, quotes. And I felt I-, I cannot afford it. I was in so much debt, so much debt. And I, I said, all right, if you want me to do it, send me the goods. And it actually came to me. Wow. Yeah, and my mother-in-law blessed me with $500 on my birthday. Awesome. And I thought, well, this is for the blankets. So it costed exactly that amount. Anyway, I dropped it off to Windsor. Yeah. Uh, the Windsor kitchen. And when I walked in, they couldn't believe that a person donated that. Yeah. They couldn't wrap their head around. They were like, what organization? Yeah, but what charity? But I was like, no, no, I'm just starting off. I don't know. I just thought God told me to do it. But how did you know to pack 21? There is exactly 21 home. Like, it was, like, wow. significant. You wow. know God's hand was on it. Yeah. And then that's, you know, the first step. And then I started serving the Windsor at the park. And then yeah. it just grew. It just grew and grew. And people on the street would say, what are you doing? Oh, I want to join your team. People in church wow. would say, at the time I was under Vineyard Church. And yeah. I went and spoke to the pastor. And I said, you know, I feel God wants me to do this. And he's like we're behind you wow yeah so I had the support of the church I had the support of the community and it just grew and grew and grew and it's growing now and yeah we've we've become a non-for-profit so oh perfect running on our own under our own umbrella that's awesome wow so cool um so you mentioned just then you were in Windsor quite a bit yep from what I've seen on social media you've also been in Parramatta too yep so where do you spend most of your time between the two or yeah between the two um Parramatta it's different because it's from a park yeah uh Windsor we did start from a park and then the Hawkesbury Community Kitchen saw us and heard about us and said hey the weekend no one's in there come and use the kitchen on the weekend which is God again yeah absolute blessing um, I do I do serve in both yeah both areas um, Parramatta is a Thursday night Windsor is on the weekends I do have a roster yeah so am I there all the time no yeah. I do like to connect with the homeless or connect through phone or you know I love that side of it yeah yeah cool so it's just a part-time extra thing for you at the moment or is it taking up full-time it's look I I ran two businesses and I yep. felt God wanted me to hang those two so I decided that I was in this fully in this fully wow. so starting this year I have become full time in this yep. is it as busy as my life used to be no yeah there's actually a, a level of peace that's awesome calmness a season of rest for you yes which I don't like because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a go 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 but it, it's I'm learning yeah and God teaching me that you don't need to be busy to receive the blessings. Yeah. Wow. You don't need to That's be in so control good. to receive yeah. the blessing. It's just, it's a full trust 100%. season. And wrapping my head around that, sometimes I go to my old self. Yeah. Where Jackie needs <laughs> to get on the emails and, and do this and, and get these clients. And it's not. Yeah. He will send me. Yeah. And Isaiah wow. 60 really spoke to me. And yeah. it's about 
rise and shine i will send you you know the the merchants the gold and everything and yeah i just have to hold on to that of course and so when you came to naming it the jeremiah project how did that come about okay so even before i was the homeless came on my heart i had a vision um it was a big box black trailer um and it said the jeremiah project and and i saw it driving past me and when i wake up it stuck to me Right. And I actually said to my niece, I think I'm going to start another business. <laughs> Not knowing it was the homeless ministry. And, and she goes, of course, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you go, girlfriend. <laughs> and yeah, and then uh, Jeremiah 29 11 yeah. spoke to me for like a whole year. Even the fact that your address is 29 just shows me God's... Really? Yeah, 29 wow. is my number. So it's just significant. Jeremiah yeah. 29 11 just spoke to me, you know, I'll give, we give you a hope and a future. And it's... Our ministry our yeah. ministry is about giving them hope in a future we can't save them no but the minute you come and love them yeah and show them hey there's more to life we're actually giving them a hope in a future yeah. it's just them believing in themselves again that's awesome yeah so that's how it came about and and the moving box trailer i believe is our ministry on, on wheels yeah that's awesome so you're still working towards that that, Correct. That's awesome. Yeah. And you do have a car van. van. Yes, yes. Um, I saw that. I was extremely blessed by a handful of businessmen at Vineyard awesome. Church. Uh, that donated that. So Amazing. We, can, we pick up we pick up homeless for church on Sunday mornings. Yeah, um, fantastic. Taking our ministry to Parramatta. It's yep. just been an absolute blessing. That's amazing. Get all the food in the back of the van. Correct. Drive out. That's awesome. So we spoke a little bit about the vision behind why it started. Yep. What's the vision going forward? Where do you see it going? Um, going forward, I would actually love a one-stop shop for them. And yep. that means like somewhere they can eat, somewhere they can hang out, somewhere they can lounge around and wash their clothes and have showers, somewhere there's a pastoral care yep. at hand. Um, domestic violence women, if they come through, we've had a lot of phone calls because they've become homeless yeah. because they're escaping their husbands or their partners yeah and then we put them up in a hotel um but to have that on hand that we just let them in and go up you know Amazing. go sleep that it's just a one-stop shop where they come in they're broken they walk out they're healed you know yeah it's it's i just want i just want them to experience the love of god that i got to experience and that's yeah. the whole point of the ministry yeah wow that's a really cool vision. I would get behind that. Ooh. How could anyone get? Behind, how could anyone not get behind that? That's so cool. I love it. Um, your heart is so huge for this, this need that is growing. Yes, it's growing. Yes. Sadly, uh, I think COVID really broke a lot of families. Yeah, um, people became poor from it. People could not afford food. Yeah, um, and a lot of people became homeless because, you know, to meet their bills or meet their yeah. rent. They just couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. And in a way, it's it's been a blessing for us because, hey, we've been equipped, we've been empowered. Yeah. And we're ready for it. Yeah. But it's it's heartbreaking. Yeah. So you've seen it. How well, Actually, that's an interesting thing to talk about, the COVID situation. So you started back 2018, 2019? 2019, yeah. Okay. So you were set up and going before COVID hit. How did things change for you when COVID did hit? Well, we... Um, it was more the lockdown because yep. we couldn't get to them. Yeah. But then I, I had to make a decision that either we, we walk in faith. Yeah. Because God tells us, go and bless my people. Yeah. Because most of them are home and homeless, they don't have connection, mm-hmm. but they still need 
they still needed people if you think about people that walk past there was always that connection yeah people that drop in there was always and then it just went cold turkey so as a leader for the team i had to say guys we're going to still serve in if you're not comfortable there's no pressure yeah if you're comfortable follow let's go let's go yeah that's awesome so cool. I keep saying that's awesome because this is so cool. Like, such a cool initiative. Thank you. Very cool that now it's a non-for-profit, so you've yep. registered, yep. all good, um, and under your own thing. I think that allows for a little bit more growth as well. Yes. Yep. Which is awesome. Oh, you um, can you can tap, you can do more. There's yeah. Not, there's not, um, but there's still that support of where you came from. Correct. 100%. Yes. Um, and you can go back to them for support, but it does, it gives you that extra way to grow out yes which is great yep um so what have been some of the challenges for you and i'm sure that this some of the challenges um some okay (laughs) first challenge would definitely be me growing as a leader yeah um just dropping my pride because you're nursing you're nursing your team yeah but then you're nursing the broken so it's not it can't be jackie's way it can't be my rules my ways my team you know you can't be you have to actually humble yourself because people react the way they react because of things they've gone through yeah and then the homeless react the way they react because of things that they've gone through so for me because I've always had that I can fix it it's been no you can't (laughs) you gotta I just had to learn to humble myself and just be at everybody's feet because Jesus teaches us to wash people's feet yeah so as a leader as a business owner it wasn't always easy to do but I always had to walk away and go God what do you want me to do here yeah because I, I would get people's opinions and people's opinions would sway me or break me yeah but I couldn't I had to actually say no more yeah definitely wow that's cool um another challenge that you can think of another challenge would be now the season I'm in now the transition yeah. um from running my own businesses running full-time you know the adrenaline every morning just waking up and not having that yeah like I've oh. got to do this and I've got to do yeah, that I've I, got to I, do I, I'm a person that loves things in order yeah and things aren't in order at the moment no. they're too much in order for me yeah. <laughs> and so actually getting up every morning and trusting God yeah has been massive for me because yeah. you've got to unlearn everything I've 20 years you know working full-time running my own business You've got to unlearn all that. It's not he doesn't want me to do that. Bring yeah. what I have in the past or ways I've made things work from the past into this next season. He's actually teaching me to let all that go. Yeah. Wow. And so that's a big that's like a big big change for me and you know like a baby gets growing pains. It there's growing pains. Oh, definitely. And there's there's a season of being in the wilderness and him teaching me to rely on him and it's yeah, it's, it's a challenge. How do you go with volunteers? I know some people struggle with volunteers. Some people thrive off a volunteer system. I think it's important to love your volunteers. I think that's the that's the secret. You yeah. can't have volunteers and abuse them. Yeah. Because they're actually doing it outside of their time. Exactly. Not getting paid for it. Yeah. And so I'm, I've been so blessed with my volunteers that I really have their loyal... I think that we're about 30 of them. There's 30 volunteers. That's awesome. Um, some of them will come and go, and it's yeah. fine. But whenever someone leaves, I always say, God, replace them. And yeah. I'm always given double. 
Yeah. <laughs> he's so, funny like that, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, it's like, oh, oh yeah, I'll replace it, don't you worry. <laughs> he's like, careful what you ask for. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I believe that it, it's not up to me. It's actually up to God. If, if yeah. You know, he's got to put it on someone's heart to want to serve. Yeah. But in, in the process, God's blessed me with them. I need to actually, it's, it's a privilege for them to be under my umbrella. So okay. I need to love them, respect them, and just honor them where they're at. So I think that's an important thing. Every volunteer, everybody in life actually needs a cheerleader. Yeah. So whether you're the leader, whether you're the volunteer, everybody needs to cheer each other on. And that's um, that's an important thing. On our, on our chat, I love everybody to encourage one another. There's never attacks or bad lingo. Yeah. It's always encouragement. 100%. That's good. Sounds like you're building a great team of people who will remember this time in their life where they were given the opportunity. I mean, you, oh, that's the next thing. You're providing opportunity for people to get outside their comfort zone. Correct. Serve the community. Correct. Humble themselves. Yep. Understand what's happening outside of their own home and circle. Um, it's a huge deal. That's great. Love it. Awesome. Um, maybe just to finish this off, um, what's one piece of advice that you want to leave for everybody today outside of the Jeremiah Project? Yep. Something that you stand by in life? Yeah, um, I truly believe there's two. Can I do two? Of course. Okay, two is we're not called to save them. We're called to love them. Yeah. Um, that's a big thing for us all to remember. We can't save them. We cannot. No. Like everyone has baggage. Yeah. And the way you're healed through this baggage is to love. And God yeah. gives us his love. And his love outpours um, from every single one of us. Um, and the second one would be um, your greatest ministry is birthed in your greatest misery. Wow. So persevere. Yeah. Persevere through the trials, through the hard times, because your greatest ministry will be birthed. That's awesome. And, it doesn't and you speak from experience. Correct. And it yeah. doesn't need to be a non-for-profit. It's yeah. just your ministry is, is in here. And yeah. it could be, you know, you've walked through grief, but now you know how to serve others who yeah. walk through grief. It doesn't have to be, you know, a big setup or a non-for-profit. It's just what happens in here. A hundred percent. It's all about the individual. Correct. I love it. And actually, I just thought of this, um, another question for you. I'm sure you have a few stories of people that you've spoken to, homeless, mm-hmm. that have been like, oh my gosh, everyone has to hear this story. Can you think of any off the top of your head? Um, I would say the transition, it's not an individual transition. I remember going out when we first started and yep. in Parramatta and Windsor and they would say, oh, here comes a Jesus people, you know. Right. And, and we weren't even preaching then. Yeah. But I think we just carried too much joy that, it, <laughs> you know, it was a threat. We were a threat to yeah. them. But now they would, they were homeless for two, three, four. One guy was five wow. years. He he has own, his own home. You know, he comes to church. Yeah. He, he rings me, checks in on me. You know, oh. like with the floods, he rang me to check in. You know, it's just... When we believe in them, yeah. they actually believe in themselves. And if that's that's not one person, you know, that's yeah. that's a few of them. 100%. Yeah, so... Oh, that's cool. Ah, you're placing individual value on people who need it the most. Yes. It's awesome. And they've lost oh. their ways and they just need someone to come and pick them up Support again. Support them. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you so much for your time. Thank Jackie. you. This was awesome to chat about um, everything you're doing with the Jeremiah Project. And I will link the Instagram account so anyone listening who wants to get involved in Parramatta Windsor um, reach out via the Instagram yes please and Jackie will get in contact with you and um, they will go from there yes this is fantastic thanks so much Jackie thank you thanks for your time (laughs)